we need to 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 work for the younger generation so that their uh, sort of designerly efforts, passions, whatever, are released for the common good and that they're not uh, sort of restricted to working within old stories that we know that fail. This is Dear Future, I'm Ready, a podcast brought to you from Amsterdam by Digital Society School and Transformational Studio. Your hosts for today are Carola Vashore and Marco van Hout. Together, they bring new questions for topics that are still largely unanswered engaging with thought leaders on transformational topics that open up the conversation and the exploration of what's next as we navigate the 21st century. So that we can all say, dear future, I'm ready. Ruud is a systems thinker and doer, a social entrepreneur and researcher with many years in digital design, marketing, innovation and strategy. He's co-founder and strategist of Ground Force Studio, which developed the Donut Economics Action Lab website and platform. Ruud is co-founder and acting chair of the Amsterdam Donut Coalition, co-founder and strategist of Climate Cleanup, and a former research fellow at the Amsterdam University of Applied Sciences, where he also founded and led the sustainability program Reset. Ruud's favorite motto is from Charles Eames, eventually everything connects. And we hope to connect with you today, Ruud. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Great to be here. Welcome, Ruud. So nice to have you. In this podcast, we are talking to 21 transformational leaders. People who, like you, Ruud, are completely ahead of the curve and can tell us what the view is like from their perspective. We hope that you will inspire us in our transformational journeys. And we are talking to you today about donut economics, the stack of crises that are currently pushing transformation even harder, and how you made the journey from digital to transformation. Currently, you are specifically uncovering the role of design and designers in transforming the world around us in every aspect. And that fascinates us. Because as designers with Marco in this podcast, we like to think about transformation in our very own way. But you're bringing the exact opposite perspective in a way. And we hope to learn from you. We're going to be asking questions, but you should be asking us questions as well. When you look at this stack of crisis, when you look at the state of the world and these very tumultuous times where indeed everything is connecting and interconnecting, but it's very difficult to understand. How do you see that impacting you, your work, and also how you look at the future? How it's impacting me? Well, um, for instance, that we... we uh we have taken a, a family of people from Ukraine into uh, into our house, so are experiencing how connected and small the world is, and what it means to, uh, yeah, to to be really active uh, in in sort of the the, the the heart of a transformation. If you can, uh, in full dynamics, if you, if it, if that is a way to uh, uh, to define war. And to see that uh, network activities, people who are in, engaged in network activities, uh, when it's a, a life and, and death stake, how they behave. And, uh, and that it all makes perfect sense uh, if you look at people, be, how people behave then. And that in a way you would expect people to behave the same way in relation to our climate crisis, for instance, and that you see that people don't behave like that at all. <laughs> so, so mm -hmm. confusing. Let me let me uh, let me keep it to confusing for now. 
Yeah. And how, this is confusing. And how confused are you feeling? <laughs> well, often totally. Uh, so, uh, so like like all of us, I think not. Um, uh, I'm, we're in privileged positions, of course, uh, and and me. Uh, Definitely being a plus 50 white male in, in our Dutch safe society. Um, so, uh, yeah, I feel, feel, feel totally privi- privileged and, 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 and of course looking on, uh, always looking for how I can, yeah, use this sort of unique sort of privileged position that, that I have and the, that the people around me have. And that's something that I see a lot. So, so, so that's definitely one of the things that's, that's driving me to be, uh, yeah, entrepreneurial in, in bringing people together who are change agents in order to, uh, make their networks stronger, build their networks, make, yeah, learn together. Um, and, and I see that as a sort of, uh, in many aspects as a design effort, <laughs> as a, as a designerly way of thinking to put it like that. So we will talk about that probably. Mm. Um, yeah, a bit like that. Yeah, uh, and, and, and finding it and maybe, maybe also a topic to talk about is of course, how specifically younger people who are really talented and have this sense of what the things, uh, what things are going on and, uh, are really, uh, driven to make a change, but are not really that well, um, developed to put it like that equipped to save equipped yeah. to set to to guard their own boundaries in what's healthy for themselves is uh, that's that's also <laughs> a topic that is definitely uh, yeah. there at the moment yeah and, and oh, i hear that's interesting yeah it's super interesting and i th- i applaud you for uh, uh, your social work then that you do yourself also but uh, to talk about confusion eh? so you're, you yourself are confused uh, genesis already sang about co- the land of confusion uh, the, in the 70s i think mm-hmm. the 80s and um, and and the youngsters that we see around us and that we work with uh, both of us uh, are also quite confused they're not only are they not well equipped equipped at the moment perhaps but they're also in this state of confusion would you say that that's um actually the 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 emotion and the the drive that we would need now for the transformation that is ahead of us and how do we actually use this to our advantage then yeah well i think confusion in itself is 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 not sort of really an energizing state of being or mind or so mm-hmm. so so i think i mean talking about design uh uh, offering or creating together new images of how we would like the world to be uh, is therefore so important and therefore so sort of on agenda for many people now. And I think, uh, we, we, yeah, we, we cannot involve enough people in in imagining uh, in what kind of world we would want to live. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and then, uh, yeah, using knowledge, uh, spreading knowledge of uh, how systems function, how chaos system function, how system transformation function in order to give everybody, also young people, grip on how to participate and, and add value in this uh, process of, of uh, yeah, going through this uh, system change in a positive way with a positive outcome. And th- these are all massively important topics, yeah. of course, now. And they are really practical. I, mean, I understand that if I talk about it, this and many people, it sounds really abstract or theoretical. Uh, but for me, these, these things are really practical. And, and uh, it, it is about 
uh, almost literally uh, imagining uh, 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 the world we want to live in. So take a neighborhood, take a company, take a take a real specific small place like a, uh, like a circular hub or something, and imagine that everything really from a holistic perspective perspective taken uh, would, would would function as you would would love it to function. How how people interact, how people interact with nature, how people belong, how people. Uh, uh, can care for everything, uh, including uh, each other, uh, etc. Uh, these are are highly practical uh, exercises, and, yeah. and and it can be exercised on in 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 a very tangible manner. That's amazing how you've worded that. I love your choice of words. Perhaps confusion is also a word that we use from our rational mind, isn't it? When we try to understand the logic of things through our brains and the definitions are crumbling around us, then there's no way we can ever understand that fully. Perhaps there never was, and we're just coming terms to terms with that, that there never was, and now we have to go to a more chaotic way of doing things, understanding that chaos is part of a natural process and we are part of the effectuators of that change when we in a way give up trying to understand it and start engaging with it and doing what we best can you talked about steering um uh, people and, and and having them move towards more practical ways and um, um yeah I, I wouldn't use the word steering per se i think it's Nudging. more like uh, no i think the uh that might sound romantic but i think essentially <laughs> uh, it's all there within people <laughs> so the qualities we're looking for to sort of re uncover are, are there in everybody nice. so we we are sort of we are all uh, uh we have all uh, uh matured grown up in this uh within these uh neoliberal stories mm. uh, where you can talk endlessly endlessly about what what sort of the defect of it right. is and i'm in, in that sense I'm, i'm i'm rather positive i think that if we uh yeah uh connect with each other on the new stories that now emerge yeah i'm, I'm a big fan of the, of, the, of the donut but there are mm. many i understand you've had a uh, case clump here who's yeah. a wonderful yeah. thinker and author on on a whole new sort of breed of new economical thinking thinkers that that really uh uh yeah sort of uh reconnect us to 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 much healthier economical right. uh, theories and stories and principles so it's it, it is really about uh uh, yeah, reconnecting nature, human nature to economical th theory, th seeing that as, as part of the whole, not as a dominant way of thinking. Yeah, yeah and I, s I definitely see that. But sometimes also, um, we, we of course have our own realities also. And I just talked to some of the trainees that we uh, that we train here at the Digital Side School, and um, and 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 we have a traineeship that is very much focused on uh, using technology and design for transformation. But then, of course, when you talk to them uh, and talk about their next yeah, steps and plans for after the traineeship, they of course talk about the job. Mm -hmm, they are going course. to choose and they, yeah. and the reality that they live in like hey yeah I, I i i really want something else right now 
this traineeship really made a shift in my mindset also, but uh, all the job interviews that I had didn't match. So if, if we want to, um, to inspire people to, to actually go out and use this kind of new mentality and, 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 uh, with a positive mindset that they probably have when they get out, um, yeah, what, what should we do? How should we organize ourselves so that they actually land in a place where they can actually use that instead of, uh, yeah, hitting a wall and being, yeah, becoming demotivated from that. Yeah, yeah, you're so very right. <laughs> so that of course, of is course, I want to be uh, stay positive. But yeah, 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 no, but you're 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 absolutely right. I mean, uh, for for young people who uh, are of course worried and uh, um, even depressed sometimes and are so eager to contribute to the world in a positive manner, then to, to find out that if they want to earn some money, there's just no place for that. That's, that's, that's horrible. So the, 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 the good thing is that there is a change here going on. So that's, that's the first thing I'm in, in contact with a lot of, let's say with, with, with the business side in the Netherlands, many entrepreneurs, bigger companies, many, many bigger companies, CEO level also, and it's their main challenge now i mean mm. keeping keeping uh talent in uh uh, uh re really uh cracking the puzzle of how to uh renew the the, the, the capitalist companies uh, to to understand that they really re need to uh, uh transform their companies at a deep design level yeah. so related to ownership governance finance uh, the real the deep the deep levels of design of these companies that it's a precondition for keeping talent in that awareness is now sort of uh, uh um, arising so that that's something to be positive about only of course it it uh, it, it it goes too slowly we need yeah. to speed it up Many people are working that. If people are working on it, help them. We have this wonderful initiative in, in the HVI actually, where uh, where the Center for Economic Transformation is working together with Kate Rayworth, did a project over the last half year with a, a number of really purpose-driven entrepreneurs to find out what it means for a company to to be a donut company, uh, which, which is a, a complex question. Uh, Can you explain this a little bit for our listeners? What, what's, what is a donut company? Yeah, so, so the donut is a sort of a, a donut economics is one of the new uh, economical theories, to put it like that. It's a bestseller written by Kate Rayworth and it uh, uh, it is sort of summarized in a big in a visual of a donut representing a new economical goal so it says we uh, um the sort of economic goal uh, overarching one that we all grew up with and live by even today is that the economy economy should grow forever and therefore yeah. if we only consume ever more then everything will be all right and we know that it's a hoax it's just not true mm. so and and this book uh yeah really explains all of that analyzes all of that very clearly and and offers alternative ways of economical thinking and the donut what the donut says the outer ring it is so sort of that 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 there's sort of a, a, um a, a, an outer boundary uh uh expresses that we all need to uh, live within learn to live within uh, the planetary boundaries <laughs> like because yeah. nature sets its boundaries for us look at co2 in the atmosphere but there's also an inner inner circle let's say the the foundation of the donut and that stands for the uh for the 
social goals they, they are actually the social uh, the social SDGs yeah. so 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 this 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 donut also says that we need to not only uh, live within this uh, ecological ceiling but also uh, uh, ensure that everybody can make a claim to a social fundament uh, and and the, so the author Kate Rayworth is a professor of practice at HVA mm-hmm. and uh, because at one point she did decide after all of this success and, and this translation of the book, not to write the second book, but to help everybody in the world who is mm. sort of bringing the donut into action. Yeah. So it's, that's one of the things that I really uh, like about donut economics, that it's, 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 it's more like a movement, transformation movement than, than, it, than a book uh, in the current situation. That's a wonderful explanation. Thanks, Ruth. Really interesting. And I think that it's a publicly known fact that um, Kate Rorworth's uh, husband, uh, um, gentleman who I will uh, completely murder his last name, uh, Roman Knarsik, <laughs> but that he, they, they are people who live their lives this way. And I think that that is the very definition of transformation, right? So one thing is writing a book. Another thing is sort of teaching people how to think. But in the end, and that's where we come to design, it's about what we do about it, right? So the true transformation gains traction when it becomes a movement, when it becomes something that we engage in beyond our ability to understand and really linked to a sense of feeling, really a felt responsibility, a felt sense of what it is to be deeply human and then put that into action. Which brings me really to what is the core of this podcast. And it's really understanding how does that happen? How do we connect? How do we take the stack of crisis that you talk about and start thinking, okay, let's start here, right here, right now. This is what I can do. Where does that start? How does one start having a vision for transformation? Uh, Yeah, great question. Um, So for me, it is really difficult to pinpoint where it starts because in my perception, what I've sort of been doing is in the process of sort of becoming more aware of the urgency of all of these crises, you just sort of gradually start to open up more to what is happening and start to see it. So it's a real gradual process of becoming aware and 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 connect to your own drive to do something about it and then you you slowly start to see that there's so many people who are uh, let's say change agents in their own way uh, and that people are uh, change agents uh, all over the place uh, but they are change agents on real specific topics like uh, we have uh, hobbies <laughs> and and like our children so that is a highly personal thing so uh, you start to become to to see change and to be able to imagine what change can be in my perception when you start to connect to people that you share stuff with and, and specifically if those people are intrinsically motivated and change agents and you start to connect around these ideas and then maybe the, 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 the people are uh, sort of you form interdisciplinary groups or teams maybe or, or um, even multi-stakeholder groups that are even more impactful so it's it's these are gradual processes of of of, of network organization in my perception and with the uh, evolving with these emerging network networks 
these networks uh, become more transformative because they they get stronger. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's a sort of a, an organic process. And if you are able to recognize that process, see it, you start to learn what design can do in order to empower and speed up these processes. So what is it that these networks and these network activities need in order to become stronger well meetups platforms etc shared stories money <laughs> supporters yeah. and and this so th- so i can go on beautifully yes. said again uh, Nadia, but you're saying it so candidly thank you on behalf of all of us listening really uh, very nicely worded easy to understand and that addresses something you talked about at the beginning, talking about your students uh, and, and people you younger people you work with. We are also in a crisis in, in intergenerational terms because the older ones, I'm 49 years old, so I'm going to be 50. It's shocking. And um, we've run out of models, Ruyot, and the young people have run out of role models. And... This is super interesting because that goes to the confusion, right? So if the models that we know don't work, how can we become role models to the next generation? And it's really about that connection first with ourselves, with our heart, with our curiosity, with our ability to see, to dream, to envision and to start doing and engaging others in that belief that as we engage, as we connect, we can learn from one another. That's perhaps one of the most beautiful things of the human experience, right? That we're all so different and so diverse and everyone can bring something that can be just the spark of inspiration that the other person needs. So where do you go for inspiration? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. In line with what you're saying, uh, all our people, people that, uh, yeah, uh, at first, I would have to say, indeed, sort of the change agents I have met, uh, connecting with them, learning from them, uh, but then also, f- uh, um, yeah, to be really specific now. So I, 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 I would tend to also talk a bit about uh, books I've read recently, also about design history, like a guy like a, a Papanek, who many designers know, but mm-hmm. I. <laughs> afraid I had never heard of. (laughs) So there is so much design tradition and stuff to read that is, uh, so, uh, so, um, so that is something that I could sort of, that's definitely really inspiring. Everything there is that people have sort of come up with. Uh, over the last century and longer i mean i mean everything is already there that that yeah. is something everything every beautiful thing about mankind about alternative stories that we sh- you, you would uh, had hoped that we would be telling about ourselves everything is there so that's definitely inspiration but there's also people who are sort of really intuitive and entrepreneurial now uh that are for me hugely inspiring and then um uh, I, I would say now I'm, uh, um, so I live in a village nearby Amsterdam called Bussum and uh, in uh, at, uh, at the edge of Bussum there's a, a, a place called the Groene Afslag, mm. which is basically like, a, 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 you could call it a circular hub, but it, it is 
it, it is difficult to find a name. Everything is there. Society is sort of reinvented there. It's it's a it's 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 an old building uh, that is uh, uh, used temporarily where people work, get together. There are uh, purpose-driven companies working. There's a terrace. There's a bio market. There's uh, uh, people with handicaps working. It's it's incredible. Everything is coming together there. It's really reinventing sort of a, a place yeah. <laughs> like that I would call a donut place in the heart of 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 a, the maybe the ma- most posh part of of, of the Netherlands. So yeah. so yeah, currently I'm totally ex- inspired by what's happening there, and and I only just want to be there and, and <laughs> contribute and 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 look at it also with the designers eye eye trying to see uh, how they do it. And I mean, the designer perspective is is really very clearly there because everything is sort of uh, uh, in a very loose and creative manner uh, with a lot of humor in it and fun and aesthetics. So it feels like design, but it also feels like nature. It feels exactly like you say, like everything is, it's, it's an extreme blend of diversity of ideas and people. Like as you as you notice, and I can go on and on about yeah. this. <laughs> and what you would want to do is replicate. So yeah. that that's where I then get a little bit impatient, and I think because mm, I am I'm visiting uh, and, and and working with uh, uh, many people in places like these, also in 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 in, in the region of Amsterdam and, and many other places. And I th- and and I am sort of I I I am frustrated that we as society are not able to see that these places really represent our shared future, Mm. that they're not just funny things at the side where people do strange stuff. No, this is where we all want to go to. So how can we um, uh, find out what sort of the... The, the design principles uh, and, and, and the systemic conditions they create for themselves are there so we can start to replicate, not scale up, but replicate in such a manner that, that we, uh, we get like, like uh, all of the, everything becomes uh, in a very contextual interpretation, of course, that's hugely mm. important, uh, become like these places. Yeah. This is this is inspiring, uh, Ruud, and this is also how I know you. Uh, I've had the pleasure to uh, of, of working with you, and um, you're a man of action, right? So, um, and I see this frustration. I've seen this frustration before, so that's that's interesting. And, uh, and then you usually pick up things, and 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 yeah, yeah, you go to and and act, right? So, um, if now you pick up that frustration yourself now and act, what would the next steps be then? Eh? So if you want to replicate that and you you are in charge, you're not only there, but you're also in charge and you can actually help others to replicate this. What, what are the next steps and uh, how long will it take? Yeah, so... I'm, I'm definitely not in charge. I'm in charge of myself. <laughs> but uh, not, could be good enough, yeah. then, right? So your foreman. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, well, I think um, I'm 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 working together with these people at at the Groene Afslag and at some other places too. And I'm 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 really fortunate to be able to work together with. Uh, uh, 
uh, with uh, the team of Kate Rayworth at the Donut Economics mm-hmm. Action Lab in, in Oxford, where we, uh, and, and that's the first, I would say, uh, uh, create tools. Yeah. So this is the digital society school, but it's digital, right? We all know that if you, that the, the, the immense power of online platforms mm-hmm. in, in, in connecting, et cetera, I don't have to explain that. Uh, only, of course, we, we all know, also know that, uh, uh, yeah, to put it simply, most online platforms have, have been hijacked or by, uh, <laughs> by uh, uh, Silicon Valley or China. So I won't go on about that. So we need fair platforms with open technology uh, that uh, connect people and are designed to distribute uh, actionable knowledge, I think, in the form of tools so that we can replicate what we learn so that's 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 definitely one thing um and there's a lot happening there and i, I I've, I've been involved already uh, some f- f- five six years ago in the founding of gebied online which is a, mm-hmm. an online yeah. a very beautiful online platform cooperative in the netherlands it's still growing it's wonderful it's it's usually underestimated in its in its transformational power you would hope that 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 the people uh, in, in 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 real power to put it like that start to recognize the importance of platforms like these but so that's one one sort of strategy along the line of of, uh, of of digital of platforms of digital tooling, and and the other is really in sort of uh, training and uh, mm. um, um, so so the the the, um, um, the at the Groene Afslag we have now started a school for change which I think can also be wonderful because it's, uh, yeah, it's held at the place. So people can really experience change from within. Mm-hmm. And I think that can, for everybody coming there, that can really result in, in people becoming far more motivated to become a change agent themselves. Yeah. And a final example where I'm involved in, which is, um, in a beta fa- phase, but which I think is hugely interesting is, um, uh, has to do with the overview effect. It might become a bit abstract for people, but uh, <laughs> the overview effect, maybe if you heard of it, is uh, what uh, astronauts, what astronauts expect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we have had a Dutch, uh, or I think it's an, an, an it's mainly a Dutch in, in, uh, initiative where we where there's designed a uh, a space bus where school children can experience this. Um, uh, overview effect and thus sort of become really aware of the vulnerability of Earth, uh, total inter- interdependence of everything within the living systems, etc., and become change agent for life. We hope. Uh, and now there's an entrepreneur uh, I got in contact with who uh, uh, basically created uh, a, 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 I think, far more immersive virtual rea- reality ex- experience of the same overview effect. And uh, is, um, is is on a mission to have a thousand uh, CEOs uh, before 2030 going through this experience. And the first, there's there's a whole sort of uh, well-designed scientific uh, stream in his work, and the 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 the, uh, the proof is quite astonishing on how and what this virtual experience does to people to those dust to people so i'm really committed to work with him in making this a success oh, that sounds great yeah can't wait 
sometimes it feels unfair that some people get to do it and others don't. But I suppose that now as long as there's someone doing it and they can come back and share that with us, then more of us will start understanding because that is also human nature. So you started today with a with a quote, quote by Charles Eames. And I'm going to quote two people now before we go into the last couple of questions. The first person is a is an astronaut, a Dutchman, uh, the late Vubo Ockels, who said, there is only one Earth, we don't have a spare. And it's people like Vubo Ockels that actually start planting the seeds of the questions and the next question, the next question, the next person questioning things. And we need people to come and tell us so that it really penetrates human consciousness and we start thinking, oh, it's really an act of design. It's really, we are all empowered here to do something about it for good, for the right reasons, for each other, for the planet we live in. And really having that change in our consciousness and our understanding is the true transformation, isn't it? So the second quote I want to share is one we've shared often on on this podcast, and it's my favorite definition of design, uh, which comes from the, the, the former head of the Carnegie Mellon School of Design, Herbert Simon. And Herbert Simon famously said, that everyone is a designer who devises courses of action to change existing conditions into preferred ones, to change what is into what could be. And that is the very essence of design. And everyone, by this definition, designs. Every time we do something, we change it for good. We've actually become co-creators of the place we live in, the communities we serve, the families we act in all the groups that we are part of. And that's why in this podcast, we like to change the famous uh, design question of how might we into a how might I question to put ourselves to the service of the others who are many and who need us. How might I, so that we is the name, the new way of refining that question. Because we really believe that true change and transformation are born out of that determination. When you start with yourself in order to create an impact bigger than yourself. So what would be your question, Ruyot? What is the thing that you have come here to do for all of us? How might you do what to help us achieve dot, dot, dot? <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Um, yeah, I really like what you're saying about uh, the design and the we. I think maybe uh, what what would really help is I mean there there's two way there's two ways of looking at it right so is there's uh, the designer in everybody everyone can be a designer it's it, it's a designerly way of thinking and acting and then we have design as a sort of a category where you have people are trained mostly who do design jobs and are paid for it and I think it's important to to recognize that on both sort of from both perspectives things are sort of moving the right way in a sense that you can increasingly see that that paid for designers in whatever way professional designers are becoming more um, sustainability aware however you want to call it and that uh, on the other hand if you look like real the real change networks like take for in, for example uh, Extinction Rebellion but there are so many they really make use of designerly thinking they have a designerly 
approach. Uh, they, they see themselves as, as a brand. You might not, not like the word anymore, but anyway. So, so these kinds of, these two sort of movements or ways of looking at the, at the design field as a whole are, in my perception, uh, sort of uh, um, uh, moving in the same direction and getting stronger together and towards this notion of sustainability. Now, the problem is, I think, and there is a problem, is that uh, most designers, most professional designers, and I think the vast majority is working within the rules of the game of economics. <laughs> so they are not designers because designers solve problems and old economics is the problem. So uh, we really need to acknowledge the, the, the immensity of the problem we have here, that we train people at design schools and that the vast majority of them does not become a designer. They become part of the problem. And that's, uh, I mean, we have to, I think, be honest about that problem and find ways, designerly ways also to get this problem on the table and solve it. It is the same kind of uh, it's related to the problem that uh, Marco expressed, where young people coming out of design school want to do good, good stuff and are sort of, uh, yeah, just <laughs> don't have a way to, to, to make money uh, if, if they're going to uh, the, the, the expected route. So, I mean, this is maybe not a... a this is just one answer. But <laughs> it's a answer. It is definitely an important one, I think, yeah, to recognize. Definitely. Because otherwise we get really uh, idealistic and theoretical and we lose sight of practice. And practice is, no, a, is, a is, is problematic, highly problematical, problematic yeah. currently. That's a very real situation, but that's why definitely. I came to Herbert Simon. These are the existing conditions. How do we turn them into preferred ones? What yeah. is mm. each one of us able to do? We are lepers of that change. And that change starts when we become aware of that potentiality. All of these quotes that I just shared with you are about the potential that is in us and that we ourselves are preventing for different reasons to emerge, right? So the true nature of entrepreneurship is people who don't accept the rules of the game and exactly. invent a new system. And that's how it keeps emerging and, and, and evolving. And probably what we today, for lack of language, really call a post-capitalistic model is just the next evolution of what is now. And when we get there, we will be suffering from entropy, which is a very real phenomenon in design. Entropy is what happens when after having solved the problem that you thought you had thoroughly and systemically understood, you realize that things are actually more, more, more complex in mm -hmm. practice yeah. than you had expected. And you generated your next problem by having designed <laughs> yeah. the solution to the previous one. Exactly. This is the concept of entropy. And Perhaps that is the way it's meant to be. Perhaps we are all carrying each other home, as it's said in spiritual terms, right? Perhaps we're just accompanying each other in that process of unfolding. And it's not so much about the tools and the skills or how we call things, but it's much more about having the humility to accept that perhaps we will never fully understand, but that with every action we take, we can do something that has practical consequences. And if young people are having trouble uh, making fundamental decisions because otherwise they can't pay their rent, that actually is an intergenerational question. That is it also is an intersocietal question. Why is income distributed unevenly? How might we help them to be able to do what they have to do and, and enable that situation? Those become extremely practical things. So yeah. thanks for shedding light on that. Thanks. Yeah, fully agree. And um, well, we have to wrap it up almost. So um, we 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 always 
wrap up with a beautiful quote that is our quote dear future i'm ready it's actually the slogan of the digital side school and um that's why we always ask our uh, guests to really finish that line for themselves and dream of what they're ready for uh dear future i'm ready by ruud can you finish that sentence for yourself yeah i'm um Thank you, uh, both of you. I'm, I'm really ready to uh, dive more into this inter intergenerational challenge we have here. I think, uh, and think, I think we're doing, we're trying, but but I'm ready to do more. I'm working on a publication, and I'm sort of re-energized to mm. to uh, to do more more with that that publication uh, after it's ready on this intergenerational challenge as you framed it so we need to 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 work for the younger generation so that their uh sort of designerly efforts passions whatever are released for the common good and that they're not uh, sort of restricted to working within old stories that we know that fail yes i i hear you and i concur i think that's uh, uh really what we're all about also as digital science school and that's why we love to work with you Ruth. so uh <laughs> yeah thanks for being our guests thank you both thank so, you much. so much and uh this was a wonderful conversation i i i would say that um uh, we got a lot out of it but i also have a lot of input for new questions that i want to ask you so uh let's do that soon <laughs> wonderful looking for conversations to follow Dear future. 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 I'm ready. This is dear future. I'm ready. Dear future. I'm ready.